So you have an accountant to solve your, you know, your tax problems, your IRS problems. You might have a lawyer to solve your waiver and liability problems. Hell, maybe even hired a, a programming company to solve your fitness programming, you know, problems. Why don't you have someone to help you solve your business problems? People don't understand what it is I do. I am essentially your business partner without taking any equity whatsoever. I help you solve the business problems that you have. We work together daily, daily and weekly. You are literally able to pick up the bat phone, as I call it, app that I utilize to work with my gym owners. And you can ping me, send me an audio message any time of the day and say, Stu, this is what's going on. How do I best handle it? You're never going to have to sit there and rifle through fucking YouTube videos and, you know, go through PDFs of free downloads from other, you know, mentorship and business consulting companies. You literally able to pick up the phone and ask me directly, Stu, here's the situation. Here's what's going on. What is it that I do? Then we get together on a call once a month to make sure we are planning for the next month. We are making sure that the things that we have set out to do in this year are getting accomplished. If you are interested in working together, please shoot me a DM over on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk. Let me know you wanna talk about, about potentially working together, you wanna get a better idea as to how this works, and I'll be more than happy to go back and forth with you on audio messages over there and explain it completely. This is something I limit 40 gyms per month. This is how I spend my days now, guys, retired. I work with 40 gym owners per month, and I hopefully get fired. I'm trying to get fired from these jobs because I want to eventually get my owners to a position where they are able to run their business without me being in their pocket. But there's a period of time in which, fuck, you might need somebody in your pocket because think you're going through a transitional phase. Things are different. You're growing. You're scaling. Whatever it may be. I love the day I get fired because now I know that gym owner is better off on their own because we've worked together. They have a higher business IQ and they always know how they can reach me if things ever fall off the rails again. So again, shoot me a DM over on Instagram. If you're looking to work with someone, you're tired of having the stresses and the headaches of dealing with this shit yourself and you're not being able to sleep at night and waking up like, oh, I'm not sure, should I do this or do that? I promise you, I've probably heard it a thousand times over and I can give you a fresh perspective and co-create a solution to the problem and help you execute on it. And it's going to be far better than you losing countless hours of sleep at night and getting in the fight with your employees, your spouse, all that shit. Again, guys, just shoot me a DM over on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk. And now let's do the fucking podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu and it is another episode of the What The Fuck Gym Talk podcast if you're in concept mode right now and you have the opportunity to take uh, an investment from somebody, not we're not going to assume a traditional lender like a bank, but if an individual wants to privately invest in you, whether it be uh, for payback, like a loan, or for equity, ideally equity, this is why you should do it. All right? Hear me out. A, a lot of owners have a hard time with the idea of, oh, I don't want to give up any ownership yet. Why? Why, you, why do you have a hard time with the idea of giving up ownership? I, I mean, I can, from a psychological standpoint, I get it. You haven't even started a thing, and now you're about to not even be 100% owner of the thing. Totally get it. My guess is most individuals that are looking to give you cash in return for some equity are they're probably not versed in your thing. They probably don't want to have any decision-making power. So you can create 
your standard operating agreements with these individuals to keep you still as full 100% decision maker, right? And then, you know, when I explain that to an owner, like, oh, well, I, okay, well, yeah, as long as I still get to retain the, the rights to make a decision and blah, blah, blah. Like, now, again, they have ownership in the company. Now you got to talk about what does that look like? Is that in distributions at a certain level of revenue and profit? Is that at a certain timeline? Like, what are the triggers that would trigger, you know, the equity distribution of what that person in, invested? Is it after X amount of years? There's a lot of options there the contract lawyer you work with will be able to lay them out for you. But still, I have owners like, yeah, I don't want to give up anything. And this takes me back to why. You realize someone is willing to give you money for something that is worth zero dollars. Your company, your idea of a company, because this is a concept, is not worth anything. I don't care what business plan you put together. I don't give a fuck what your pro forma over five years looks like. It is worth dick. It's not worth anything. Someone is literally taking all the risk and putting money because they trust you. And you're like, no, I don't, I don't want to take anyone's money. I don't want them to have any owner. I'm, I'm going to like, no, listen, let me tell you this right now. The number one reason that a micro gym fails is because they are undercapitalized. They can't make the moves they want to. They can't pay. They cannot afford the marketing agency. They can't afford the good full-time help. They have to half-ass the interior design. They can't get the right location they want. All those problems are fixed with enough money. But there you are up on your fucking ego-driven high horse for some reason. You've got some ego over an idea. You and every other motherfucker who took a shower today had a goddamn idea. It just so happens you won the fucking lottery and you've got someone willing to put money into your idea. My God, like what more do you fucking want? Take the equity hit. I would gladly, if I'm, if I'm someone opening up a concept right now and I think I need half a million dollars and I don't have the money needed, I would allow someone to come in and purchase a minority stake of equity so that I now have the funds needed, right? Like, I, I 100,000% would do that. I'd even go ahead and take their funds and also leverage their cosign on a fucking banknote that was in the business's name. I would, 1,000%, I, because again, the great thing right now, like when I'm working with the concept gym and we're, we're working together and I know they have the funds available, the fucking world, like I, I know the plays, I know what we need to do, and we can do it. It just costs money. It, the harder part of my job is when I'm working with a, a gym, which is the majority of the time, and they don't have enough funds. So we have to do this very strategically. I have to be very careful as far as how do we do this for the least amount of money. That obviously presents its own challenges. And there's, you know, you got to create those expectations in the owner. But if we essentially have the funds to out the gate, have a great marketing campaign, set up a shop in the right area. We're not having to get the discounted spot that's down and around the corner from where fucking, you know, you know, people do drugs. Like I then we have such a head start even over those that are already established. I would take a concept gym with a great concept, a good UBF and a good operator that is well capitalized. I would take that over the the start or the gyms that have been there 5 years. 
I don't care how much of a head start they have. They're going to they're gonna need every fucking year of head start to compete with a gym that is able to take off like a rocket ship because it doesn't have anything dragging it down, like lack of HR, lack of funds, lack of marketing, or business acumen. Most of the gyms in your area, if they're not franchises, are mom and pop, and the one thing, they lacked money when they started, and they've only grown their business acumen as high as their business has gone. So if there's a gym in town that's been there for five years, and they're doing well, they're doing $45,000 per rev of revenue per month, they have $45,000 per month of, rev of business acumen. That's where it tops off. Now take the other gym owner, the one who has got the funds because they took some equity, they, did, you know, they sold some equity, they got the money, and then they have fucking me there? They've got the business acumen of me and that owner, operator, who's a fucking killer, and he's got a great idea, and he's just, he's not only just full of passion, but he's got the strategic know-how of like how to deploy his passion appropriately with his staff, and we have the money guy, bro, you better bring some friends and pack a fucking lunch, because this could be a long goddamn day if you want to go up against us. That's just the, that's the God-honest truth. I would take that scenario 11 times out of 10 every single time versus, yeah, but they've already, you know, they're already kind of in the market. Like everyone goes there. They've been there for six years. I don't give a fuck. They literally, all they have is six years worth of business acumen. That's it. Whatever they've done, that's all they've ever done, right? Whatever money they have, that's all the money they have. You have those two problems solved for you now. You've got all the business acumen you need with me and you've got the money you need with this guy. Now I need you to execute. And that's what real, like what founders and operators, that's what they want to do. That's why you hear all the stories of the Facebooks of the world and the Airbnbs. They get private equity because founders waste the first five years of their life figuring out other tasks of the business. That's not why they're a great founder. They're a great founder because they are great at solving this one unique problem set. But they go and get private equity and they hire the right people to do the jobs that they're not good at and it takes off like a rocket ship. The rest of you, myself included, even when I started, we fucking didn't have that so we have to learn all the roles. Like the amount of time, if I could have not had to worry about all the other aspects of the business, all I had to worry about were the things that come really well to me, marketing, storytelling, and the UBF, Unique Belief in Fitness, I would have probably dropped CrossFit sooner than I did and I would have had Urban Movement stood up with tempo training in 2014, 2013 maybe. Because that's what I'm great at. I'm great at you know looking at and finding white space models. I'm great at creating unique beliefs in fitness and then storytelling and marketing just comes second nature to me. With that all being said, if you're in a position as a concept or even as, a, as an existing business and someone is willing to inject cash into you for equity, do it. Here's the second, here's the other reason. I don't know if I said I had two reasons, but the other reason is this. For those of you that are thinking long-term of replication, meaning you want to create this model, you want it to be attractive and, and either you know go the licensing route or the franchise route, then 100% give it up equity because you've already raised your hand and said, my long-term vision is to make money with OPM, other people's money. Meaning I'm not really looking to sell memberships B to C, I'm looking to sell my business idea 
B2B. Do you guys notice how Metabolics founders, Brandon and Kirk, sold their interest in their the two locations that they owned? They now own zero Metabolics. Zero. They now just make enough money off the franchise residuals. That's If that's what you're looking to do, that's the lifestyle you're going to go. You're going to have to sell off your interest in it anyway for a couple reasons. One of them being you know, employee growth. They're going to have a GM that's a fucking badass. What else are you going to do with her? Well, you can bump her the corporate or you can let her buy that location. Number two, your franchisees are going to not want you to own your own location. It'll just cause a little bit of drama at times when you're making decisions as to, well, is he just making that because that's what works in his market for his location or is it best for all of us? That's the kind of shit you get into. So anyway, if you're thinking of going the franchise route, trust me, you're not going to own that corporate location that you started anyway. That is just your one little baby stepping stone as you cross this fucking river. Anyway, I just wanted to put this out. Like, This is what I like to think I bring to the table is a perspective and a conversation that unfortunately you're not getting when you turn on some of the other channels in this game of fitness business coaching. And... Um, there's, there's actually a lot of good channels that you do get. Like, I love Halo Talks. I love, you know, um, a lot of the guys that Eric Malzone has on his podcast. I love those deeper dive discussions. Um, I like what Fit Insider's doing. But for a lot of the guys that are colleagues of mine in the space and there's nothing, nothing against them, it just, these are the things you want to be thinking about. These higher level topics, especially as it relates to things like getting an equity buy-in. Um, either at the concept or at the you know infancy or even you know maturity stage of your business. So hopefully I've kind of created a different framework for you to think about it. If it's something you want to deep dive in, you have an opportunity and you're having a hard time analyzing the opportunities and the vulnerabilities of it, shoot me a DM on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk and uh, we'll get on a call and we'll hammer it out. All right, guys, until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.